Believe in yourself, reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart. This is your way, love is what you make of it. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Luciani welcoming you to another session of self coaching where real life emotional struggle, whether it's anxiety, depression, relationship conflict, losing weight, or simply handling life's challenges are all addressed. Teaching you to become your own best coach. Well, welcome. I uh, am a bit dismayed that after 10 days, I'm still sounding the way I sound. Uh, I, I don't know how much longer this congestion. Uh, you know, sometimes you wonder, I mean, I, I, I hate head colds. I don't know too many people that like head colds. But they're not the worst thing in the world, are they? And like most things that are negative, uh, it's, it's sort of good every once in a while to get reminded of the healthy days, the sunny days, as opposed to the rainy days. And isn't, isn't all of life a matter of a duality between black and white, good and bad, up and down? Uh, so when, when we do have that head cold, the, the bug that isn't really debilitating, it feels that way at times, but it's not. It's almost, on one level, it's almost like life's way of saying, you know, hold up a bit, don't get so arrogant. You don't own your fate. You don't own all the good things in the world. And every once in a while, you're going to be reminded that you are not only fallible, but you are susceptible to some of life's reminders that life itself cannot be controlled. So anyway, put up with my, my nasal. Uh, fortunately, I have a cough button, so you will not uh, be able to uh, hear that. Um, thank goodness. And let's, let's start off today. Let me ask you a question. Let's pretend that your brother just got his girlfriend's name tattooed on his leg and your parents are going to flip out. Or let's say that you find out that a coworker is cheating on his fiance. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think if you heard this kind of gossip would you feel an urge to repeat it? Think about it a second, uh, whether it be the, the brother or the coworker or something else, you know, that, uh, oh, I just heard that she, uh, she didn't get that job, whatever it may be. Do, do you feel that urge to maybe go to your best friend or text your, your friend and just say, hey, did you hear? Well, you're damn right you'd feel an urge to do that. And the reason is because... Gossip, well, it's in our human nature, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. So today's topic is gossiping bad for your mental health. Well, right from the get-go, I'm going to suggest that gossip is, in fact, human nature. Everyone, to now you may disagree, but this is my contention today, everyone to a greater or lesser extent, well, Everyone does it. Are you honest with yourself right now? Uh, can you say you've never gossiped about someone or something? You know, that urge to share a juicy piece of news when you hear it? You know, it's just part of who and what we are. And it 
does seem to be a kind of natural characteristic of our species. Now, is it a good thing? Is it right? Is it wrong? How are you coming down on this as I proceed? I mean, what do you think? Is is it a bad thing, a good thing? What do you think about gossiping? Well, let's, let's first take it from an evolutionary standpoint. And if you buy my contention that it's part of our human nature, then we need to understand if it's part of our human nature, then how the heck can gossiping have aided and assisted our evolution as a species? Well, I look at it this way, that gossip was, in effect, our very first newspaper. You know, back in Fred Flintstone and Fred and Wilma, my two favorite cave people, Fred and Wilma Flintstone days, there were no written communications of any sort. And the only way that news got transmitted was word of mouth. And the fastest way to kind of electrify that news and get it really going uh, would be through gossip. And the more juicy, the faster it would spread. And before you know it, the tribe and neighboring tribes and everyone in that kind of circumscribed universe would be aware of the gossip. So, so there was a social function for, for gossiping, and that was to transmit and expand our information about people, about things. And uh, did you hear that that blackberry over on the East Hill is, it got Mary very sick? So we, we want to transmit certain information. And back when we were evolving, of course, it was probably more important than not. You know, Fred and Wilmer, I mean, they, they probably had to know who was sleeping with whom, who had a better idea of where to find food or berries or where the habitat of the woolly mammoth was. And, and you probably had to know who would thunk you over the head with a club. You know, who could you trust? And, you know, this is, this is why we talk. This is why we share impressions. And good or bad, uh, evolution, well, it's all about adaptation. And I guess we would have to say that those with information had advantages over those without information. So from the evolutionary standpoint, the imprint of or, or the, the tendency to gossip was somehow imprinted. And, and this was an adaptational advantage. So we, we started to become a species that gossiped. So it's not inherently bad. And it does play an important role in keeping our society connected. But, you know, when we think of gossip, typically, or most of the time, we think of negative gossip. You know, it's, it's, it's when we tattle on someone or share information behind someone else's back. But, but think of it this way, when even for little kids, uh, it wasn't a good thing to be a tattletale. I mean, it, it, was, it was a terrible thing if you were, you were caught tattling. In, in mob allure, uh, if you were in prison and you, you kind of talked about or gossiped about your boss, you'd be considered a rat. So 
most gossip has always been shunned as as a negative thing, as something that if you do it, you are a despicable person. But yet, who doesn't do it? And I guess that's my point, is I guess we're all rats at some level, and we're all tattletales on other levels. But if you get caught, no one wants to get caught. So tattletales, rats, you know, gossip is more than that. It's more than just talking about negative, juicy stuff. Any talk about someone that's not in the present is usually considered by researchers to be gossip. And it doesn't have to be a, a bad judgment or a moral judgment. Typically it is. Typically we approve or disapprove. Did you happen to hear that she's leaving that deadbeat husband and going back to school? So yeah, that's that's a tidbit of gossip, but we're we're not we're not judging this woman for leaving her husband as bad. Perhaps this is an approval. So gossip can be negative most of the time, especially the juicy stuff, but it can also be just rather neutral or even positive. But you know, one of the things about gossip that's that's probably equally true is that it's entertaining. You know, gossiping it's it's, it's not hard work at all. You know, it's it's there's something in us that that really you know wants to share, and and we want to hear gossip. You know, uh, someone says comes running up to you and did you hear what John did? Well, chances are you're not going to want to say no. I don't want to hear. You know, we 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 do want to share in the gossip. You know, and it's there's something titillating about it. There's something entertaining. So gossip has a very distinct role, not only in our psychology, but in our sociology. But I guess going, going back to what I said earlier, that there's no question that when we think of gossip, we think of negative gossip. And, and most gossip does seem to deal with negative information. So the, you know, the question is, why? why? Why do we gossip? Now, Okay, let's say there is a psychological imprint, an imperative, but why do we give in to that? Well, one of the more obvious reasons that I see is that gossiping gives you a sense of power. I feel that, you know, we have to look at the level of insecurity in someone to understand the need for that kind of power, the power that we get when we have important information to share. Did you hear? Oh, I just found out. Well, that makes you kind of special. It props you up. And, and I'm saying the more insecure you are, the more you go around looking for the more juicy, uh, those things that would uh, titillate someone and want, want to get them to listen carefully to what you have to say. It makes you feel kind of special that you're bringing this, this nugget, this piece of information and you're going to be very special, and the whole group is going to gather around you because they want to hear the news that you're bringing. So people, they, they like to gossip because it gives them a sense that, that they possess this secret information, you know, about another person or persons, and it gives them a sense of power. There's no question about that. And, you know, you just want to be that person that's in the know. You know, you're that special person and you know what's going on with the latest gossip from others, about others, I'm sorry.
So if knowledge is power, then what can we say about gossip? Well, gossip is like uh, turbocharged power. You know, it's, it's really uh, uh, just a powerful, uh, and it's, it's kind of mesmerizing. It, it's hypnotic. You know, people want to hear about it. And you are dispensing that. And since you are the dispenser, you are very, very powerful in that moment. So in order to display their power and reinforce their egos, what do people do? Well, they share this information. So when we say, why do we gossip? Well, the insecure person is more inclined to go out and, and try to cultivate and find more and dig more for gossip. And I guess that's okay, but it's there's something kind of, I don't know, slimy about that. I think most people would agree that saying negative things about others, you know, it's okay. But, you know, you just don't want people to say anything bad about you. <laughs> there's a double standard. You know, you can, you can say that so-and-so, uh, you know, is about to break up their relationship. You know, you could, you could say negative things about others. And most people would say, you know, it's okay to tell your friend about such news, but let's, let's be honest. And, we just don't want anyone to say anything bad about us. And I, I've always been of the notion that if, if someone comes to you with news about someone else that's negative, there's a, there's a high probability that if they had news about you that was negative, they'll share that with someone else. You know, as we go into the whys of gossip, some people, I would imagine, gossip to seek revenge. Uh, now, that sounds quite logical someone come someone embarrasses you let's say and in front of others and and that person now becomes persona non grata in your book and you are now on a mission if you can dig up anything on that person man oh man that person's going to be the brunt of your gossip and the more you do that the more you're kind of inside going man 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 and do you know what he did after that? And the, so be, basically it's making you feel that you're counterpunching, you know, I'll show you, boom, boom. And you're letting that person feel the revenge of your gossip. People who don't like a person will typically find others in the group uh, who have similar feelings, mutual dislike of the same person. You know, this is, really prevalent in adolescence and it's it's a shame because it really it justifies hurtful and bullying behavior so when when we start to gossip when a teenager for example gossips about so and so uh doing something untoward and uh now the group starts to oh did you hear what joey did and uh, blah 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 so now joey becomes the the talk of the group and the group starts to shun Joey. And sooner or later, if this begins to grow and stick, Joey becomes the target and uh, is often bullied because now the group consensus formulated on these negative gossip bits and pieces of information, Joey becomes a, a target. Uh, he's, he's the one now that uh, consensually speaking, everyone is now talking negatively about. So, you know, so in adolescence, this is, this is really, you know, talking trash. And, you know, talking trash is, is something that uh, makes you, again, feel powerful. 
it's very prevalent in, in adolescence where socializing and social groups are so important. And the more dirt you have, the more trash you have to talk about, the more juicy that information is, the more people want to hear and you become more and more popular because you are the purveyor of all this news. Sometimes, sometimes when we, we do gossip, uh, it gives us, a, I don't know, it's a kind of relief, you know, because you're talking about someone that maybe is experiencing turmoil, you're judging that. John was caught cheating on his tax. Well, you know, it's, it's because it gives us that relief that they've been caught and we haven't. So there's, there's something there about, you know, just so when you put someone else down or disparage them, it kind of gives you a sense of relief because, you know, you're, you're off the hook. You know, you're, you're talking about someone that's worse off than you are, that kind of thing. And, you know, gossiping comes naturally. And most of the time it occurs almost unconsciously. You know, this is, this is why I say it's part of our human condition. And sometimes it's innocuous. I, I, I don't think all, gossip is bad. I personally don't. Uh, sometimes it just breaks the monotony of our routine. You know, it just simply spices up life, spices up conversation. And it does spice up conversation. It's people's ears perk up when you have something to say about someone else. And look at social media. My goodness. I mean, how, how much of an ideal platform is that for gossip? And, you know, the comments that are posted anonymously, uh, well, those are devastating things. They last, you know, for, forever on the Internet. And, you know, social media has become a real forum for people to get into the, the darker or the shadow side of gossiping because there can be less and less and sometimes no consequence for bringing up and sharing the gossip. Whereas in real life, you can be held accountable if someone reports to the aggrieved person that you are gossiping about, oh, did you hear so-and-so was talking about you? And they told, and, and you could be held accountable for your gossip. So, you know, you tend to be very careful who you gossip with. And you do have to be careful because, you know, there is no guarantee that what you say to someone is going to be you know, put in the vault. It's it could be very well shared. Sometimes it makes us feel superior. You know, and that's that ego involved again. You know, most people who are secure about themselves, you know, they they might find temporary relief in judging others. You know, knowing something that others don't. Well, it can feel empowering. And sometimes that's that's all uh, an uncertain gossiper needs. You know, just just to kind of feel that uh, you know. They, they just feel a little bit more, I don't know, empowered. Is that the best word? As I just said, as much as it may feed your ego, you got to be careful because, again, if it gets out, if you become, you know, uh, the person that is tattled on after gossiping, then you can appear as untrustworthy. So th there is that double-edged sword to gossiping. And, and, and I think we've all been burnt before. and and you've been in that position where someone comes up to you and says, did you say this about me to so-and-so? You know, that's, that's a really uh, terrible place to be in.
And I guess, I guess there certainly are people who have sadistic personalities, emotionally sadistic. And, you know, these are people who really look to come and find the dirt on someone in, a, in an aggressive and in an intimidating or demeaning kind of gossip. And they enjoy knowing that someone else is experiencing pain, especially the pain and misfortune caused by your gossip. So you don't want to be sadistic about this. You don't want to fall into the trap of just digging the worst to share with people. If you find that highly satisfying, you know, just, just uh, crippling someone's reputation with your gossip, be careful. That's, that's not a healthy kind of gossip, quite the contrary. And if you're not being a great communicator, a great entertainer, you might, you might find that gossip, uh, you know, it protects you when uh, you tend to be boring, you know, because now you can generate excitement. You know, you, you now have uh, the ability to get people's ears to perk up. So, you know, you can, you can feel like you're more substantial just by having some information that you've dug up. Sometimes you just want to be part of the group. And if you do, kind of fall short socially and and again especially in adolescence but throughout our lives and we want to be included in a certain group well one way to get the group's attention is to deliver to the group something that is quite juicy revealing intimidating something that really gets the group to turn their head and say tell us more tell us more i have to say that i think we all gossip number one I, I think that it is important to, to realize that there should be limits to how far you allow yourself to be a tattletale or a rat. I don't think it's in your best interest to kind of, uh, you know, go around and use negative uh, and destructive and even sadistic kind of uh, gossiping to feed your ego. I think that's not a healthy thing. I think that the more you realize that when you deliver these packages of negative gossip, that on some level, it kind of diminishes you a bit. It, it really does make you feel like, well, a rat makes you feel small because here you are snitching on someone and you're going, meh, 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 meh. And, I, and I don't think that's a good idea. I think if you could limit your gossip to those things that are relatively neutral, and, you know, if it's negative, make sure it's objective. Don't color it, you know, don't color it with your, uh, you know, judgments. And don't, you know, don't get into the weeds of uh, embellishing what you're hearing or seeing or reporting on. So it is a form of spreading the news. And, and it can be useful and instrumental. But like I said, it's a double-edged sword and it can be quite destructive to the person that is the brunt of your gossip, and to you. So the healthier path, in my estimation, is you know don't don't become a purveyor of gossip just to pump yourself up or to feel better. If you're truly spreading the news, and you can do that in a more neutral way, in a pristine way, and that that kind of gossip it doesn't have to be negative. That kind of gossip and spreading the news is a good thing and can be a good thing. So be careful. 
and realize that there are good ways to become a better person and then there are no shortcuts. You're not going to become a better person by getting people to listen to the dirt that you dredge up about someone and, and really hurting that someone in a way that the gossip can do. So that's about it. I, I thought it was a kind of neat topic. I know my wife was interested in this. You know, and my wife always says, you know, watch what you say. The more you live correctly, the less you have to lose, uh, and the more likely you are to live a happier life. The more you live incorrectly in the shadows, the more you're trying to compensate for that which you are insecure. And the more you do that, of course, you're just chasing the carrot. You're trying to feel good by doing all the wrong things. Doesn't work. So that's it for today. And I am going to hope beyond hope <laughs> that next time when I talk to you, my voice will be back to normal Joe Luciani. And maybe you don't even notice it. Maybe I'm self-conscious. And since I don't have any gossip for you, visit my website, selfcoaching.net, where you could learn more about my self-coaching philosophy. And until next time, remember that, you know, being victimized by emotional struggle, that is not an option. By definition, victims are powerless. And you're not powerless. And remember, everything is hard until you make it simple. So join me every week. And let's make it simple together. Reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender. There is more than it seems. Hold on and fight. Follow your heart.